Okie dokie, folks. Welcome to the Roots Report podcast, presented by Motif Magazine, sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today, we have Caitlin DePompo from the Providence Performing Arts Center, or PPAC as it is better known. We talk about the theater, music, musicals, and the upcoming season at PPAC. Hi. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? I'm good. It's a Monday, but doing well. I'm doing good. Well, you just came off of the Temptations musical. Yes, yeah. So that was an incredible week. Yeah, yeah such a great show. It was. Well, everyone really seemed to love it. So oh, yeah, there was there was nothing yeah. not to love about that show. Yeah, the music's great. The dancing is great. They were all so talented. Right. Yeah. It was an awesome show. It was, it was. So yeah, it's always great, you know, have a show like that where everyone just loves it and just like really was like a perfect show. So what is your exact title? I mean, I've know I've known you for years now and been working with you for many, many years, but what is your exact title at PPAC? Sure. So I'm the marketing project specialist and that basically I do publicity and I assist with marketing projects. My position is very writing intensive. The program book, I, I'm the content manager of that. Um, I write the copy for our online newsletter, the press releases that go out. You know, I work on all the kind of writing component that PPAC produces. You're a busy girl. I am, yes. <laughs> <laughs> very busy. We're all we're always very busy, especially during during the season. Right. And yes. the past few weeks have been really busy. <laughs> yeah, you've had a musicals wham bang right in a row. You've had Evan, Yes and Evan Turner. Is it Evan Turner? It's uh Dear Evan Hansen. I'm looking at I'm looking at the thing that says Tina, Tina Turner, Turner yeah. Evan Hansen, you've had Oklahoma, you've had Temptations, and that's all like in the past month. Yes, yeah. It's it's really been like a whirlwind, but we have a couple, we have a few quiet weeks, but then um, we have uh, My Fair Lady and Blue Man Group in May, and then we'll, you know, wrap up our season in June with Jersey Boys, and then um, Ringo Starr will, you know, finally be playing here, feedback after, and I think they've he had to reschedule our date a couple of times with the COVID pandemic and everything, but mm. um, finally that will that will take place. You folks had a really good COVID policy, and I, I really felt safe, safe going there. You were very strict about vaccinations and masks for a long time. Everybody, you were very strict about it, and it was nobody complained either. It was very well uh, received, and people, you know, seemed to comply without hesitation. I, I don't think I don't think I saw anybody complain. Thank you, John, for saying that. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, we still, as of now, we're lightened the COVID policy. So now it's more determined by the visiting companies. But we do take COVID, you know, COVID safety very still very seriously. Really, we just really want the shows to be here at the theater and we want everyone to be able to come out, you know, and enjoy the, you know, live theater and live concerts again. Well, I, I noticed which they've been do which they've been doing this year, which is which has been really great. Right. It's, it's been so great to have shows back in the theater and to oh. see everyone. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm so glad because I mean I, I love going there and I PPAC is one of my favorite venues to go to and it's just Oh thank you. I mean, I have a handful of venues that I, I enjoy going to because I, I know that they treat the audience well, and I know that the experience is going to be a positive experience. I mean, there's you know there's a handful of venues around the state that I that I enjoy going to, and there's there's others that not so much. <laughs> but 
yours yours is is one of the venues that I really do enjoy attending events there because I I'm comfortable. I mean, it's a it's a comfortable situation. I'm not going to be. I'm not really worried about things. Other things, you know, you go to some shows and you worry about where you're going to sit and where you're going to park and where you're going to do this and where. And it's just I know, like I know the situation at PPAC and I know everything's handled very professionally there and it's a top notch group of people there. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I definitely. Definitely agree. We're really, yeah, it is a great group of people who work here. And, um, no, that's always great to hear. Like, it always makes me happy just to hear how much, like, people love coming to PPAC and how, you know, how much it means to them. So it makes me feel really special just to be part of this organization. Well, my parents have had a subscription to the Broadway shows for probably as long as it's been PPAC. Um, oh, wow. No, I know they've been longtime subscribers. So, no, I'm, you know, oh, so thankful for that. Yeah, probably 35. Wow. 35 years or 40 years or whenever, whenever it switched from the Ocean State to PPAC. Oh, wow. Yeah. So probably since the very beginning. So, yeah, we're, well, this is our 44th season right now. And the next season the tw- for 2022-2023, that's our 45th. So. Well, it, it may be that long then, because they've, they've. Wow! No, that's awesome. They've had it for just as long. I, in fact, they have a uh, a lithograph over their couch of of the opening day when it was Lowe's Theater of, uh, oh. of the theater. So they're they're very devoted. When it when it like in 1928 or so, yeah, when it, was, it when it opened. Well, oh, cool! Yeah, it was a lithograph that somebody did of the opening night of PPAC and the first thing they did there or whatever it is. It's you know, it's a very cool print, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. That's what I mean. They're very very. I mean, they're in their 80s. My father's going to be 87. My mother's 82. So they they keep trucking out. I well, that's awesome. No, I'm I'm so glad. So you've got um. More shows coming up. You've got Blue yes. Man Group. How many nights of Blue, is Blue Man Group going to be there? Blue Man will be here from May 20th um, to May 22nd. So it's, well, it's five shows over the course of three days. You know, this is basically the line that they're saying is men are still blue, but the rest is all new. So it is, will feature a lot of what makes Blue Man Group, Blue Man Group, but um, there are some new elements to the show, like new new scenes and everything. That show's always very, very popular, but yeah, it definitely will be a lot of fun, a great way to like get out like on a nice spring night. Well, that's always that's always fun for your cleanup crew afterwards. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> there's, I know. There's I'm the sure ton they're of just paper to put. I mean, that all that I stuff, know. The streamers and stuff that come down. After I know. That show. It is so. It is so much fun. I always have a blast seeing that show. Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times. That's always interesting to see. They're always they're always a fun show. It's a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of laughing, a, a lot of bizarre stuff going on. It's there's audience participation in that. Then you get covered with streamers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't wear like your best best clothes to it, but. But it's so much fun. Like, it's a family-friendly show. Like, you can bring your kids. You can bring, you know, your mom or your dad. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's great. Coming up in your, your new season, you have the Tina Turner musical, which has been capturing a lot of attention. Yeah, so we're going to be launching the national tour of that. So that's going to be in September 11th through the 18th of this, of, of this year. When our, when he's our... Uh, president and CEO um, has said that this is one of the best biography shows that he's seen. It really does. It features Tina's incredible music. And it does really give a very detailed look at her 
at her life. And I, I didn't really know much about her life before seeing the show and reading about it. And she's really a really um, like incredible music artist. And she's, I think she's very, a very strong woman. Oh yeah. I've watched, I've, you know, I've, I'm old, so I know, <laughs> I know <laughs> Tina Turner stuff from way back. I mean, I followed her. I've seen, I've seen the movies and the music, uh, the, the documentary and, you know, have, I remember when her big comeback was, you know, when she was 40 years old or something like that. And it was like, Oh my gosh, she's so old to come back. And, and come back as a rock star and you know nobody everything was against her and she came back and blew everybody away and yeah no it's really it's really an incredible story it's really really inspiring did you you saw it in broadway um yes i did um so we don't know who's going to be playing tina at this point because they're just as i said so they're launching the national tour here at ppac mm-hmm. so um but we will find that out you know close more in the summer so definitely you know, I would just say to to folks listening to visit our website and pay, check our social media because we will announce the cast, you know, closer to the time. You That's one of the perks of your job is you get to see a lot of this stuff out on Broadway, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. So I've actually, yeah, and I've gotten to see a few of the shows that are coming up for the new season, like on Broadway or, you know, sometimes the shows will, sometimes we're able to see the shows like, like at other, at other like markets or other venues too. So, but yeah, we usually, we usually get to go up to, or go down to New York to catch, check out the shows. And that really, you know, I love theater, but it's really helpful to see the show so I can, you know, talk about it with, with people like you and everything. Yeah, it helps. I mean, I mean, you've got the Mean Girls musical, Tootsie. You've got Les Mis, Jagged Little Pill. You've got Hades Town, Come From Away, Annie, the Simon. Well, the Simon and Garfunkel story is that actually a, um, a musical, or is that? A... Well, it's more of um, it's more of a concert, but it tells the story of Simon and Garfunkel. I I think it's it's similar to uh, like how Rain the the Beatles oh, okay. tribute show was, but it, it chronicles their um, their music career from when they first started to um, to the Central Park concert, and that's the penultimate point of of the show. Oh, okay. um, but it's the two guys who play Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel. You know they. I was watching some videos of them. And they sound just like them. They they look very much like them. It's that's, um, not, that's not a positive. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I don't know. But if you want authentic, I mean, this seems it looks very authentic to me. Like, <laughs> but you want the voice most no, of all because they do have great voices. No, it, it is. It is the the voices are what make it. It's, yeah. It's just I feel bad that they look like them. <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> so, uh, so Mean Girls. What is? How do they make a musical out of Mean Girls? Have you seen that one? You know, the the book is written by Tina Fey. Right. And they, you know, they basically they got Casey Nicola to direct it, and um, you know, he did the Book of Mormon and he did the Prom. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, he he knows comedy very well. Really, the other two people who are who wrote the music and the lyrics there involved in comedy. So they put it together and they made it, made it a musical. But um, it, it does have like all the, a lot of the things 
people love about the movie um, in the show. Mean Girls, um, it was on Broadway. It's not on Broadway at this time, but with, you know, with all the shows that are in our Broadway series, like, it's pretty cool. I would say pretty much all the shows are either currently on Broadway or they, like, just closed on Broadway, like, within the past year or two. So we have a real season I mean, which is Le- cool Les Mis is like is a staple I mean my parents have seen Les Mis I'm not kidding probably 30 something times I would I would believe it I mean Les Mis is definitely one of my favorites and we we launched the national tour of it um a few years ago like the revitalization of the show with Cameron Mack and Cameron Mackintosh was here and Schoenberg and Boo Leo were here as well it was really you know it's just such a beautiful show and you know I always you know it's it's just so powerful I think that's a show you can just see um like over and over again and like that's fine like that's how I feel it's one of my favorites right. well I've seen it a few times as well so I yeah I mean I haven't seen it 30 something times like my parents, <laughs> but I've seen it a few times it always like blows me away oh yeah it's a, it. it's a very powerful yeah. and moving show I mean it's and the music is great too mm, yeah um, I'm I'm curious about Jagged Little Pill I mean you know that's Alanis Morissette so I mean, what did they do? They take the album and they, is it kind of like an ABBA thing where they incorporated that album music into a, a stage and wrapped a story around it? Well, yes. Yeah. So, so with Jagged Little Pill, that most, uh, most of the songs off of the Jagged Little Pill album are in the show, but there's also songs from Alanis Morissette's other albums, like okay. there's Uninvited, Thank You, um, uh, So Pure. Like, so she, she included things, like I said, so she included songs that kind of fit in in portions of the of the show, like that you know made sense for the show. It wasn't like does that does that make sense? Like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, the books are written by Diablo Cody, so she, she wrote, and she wrote June. She wrote Juno. Right, right, yes. And it was a ri- yeah, and it was originally at the ART up in Cambridge, and then it transferred to Broadway, and now um, now they're going to be doing the national tour. I think that's going to be a really cool, cool show. Really cool show. Well, I'm sure that one's going to. I mean, because there's a lot of Alanis Morissette fans out there, and that that yeah, that's going to bring in a whole different crowd of people too. Yeah, yeah, it will. I think it will like appeal to um, a younger audience. But I think you know, I think you know Alanis's music. It I think it appeals to a lot of different people. So I and with the show, it's about a family who seems perfect, but they're they're not so perfect, but they find a way to kind of come together, you know, and live live life. So uh-huh. well, one of the reasons that I like to write about a lot of the musicals, I mean, I like to write about the musicals that include like they have a, a straight music base like Tina, Alanis, uh, The Temptations, Carol King, Frankie Valley, things that are based in actual musical groups and stuff. But the other thing is, is that I like to get other people interested in theater because people... There's a, you know, people have a, a, a an attitude about theater who don't go to theater. They just would never consider going to a theater production because they think it's not something they would enjoy. They think they, they have a, some people just have this uh, attitude about it and just won't go. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to write about it in my column because it's music. It's still music. And it's, it's something that if you really 
give it a chance, you find yourself coming out like, wow, that was really cool. And I, I noticed that this time around, a lot of people I know were going to see the Temptations musical that had never really been to much theater. So that's, I'm hoping that things like that encourage more people to experience theater because it, it really is a different experience than a concert. And it's something, it that, it, it's something that really is I love musical theater, and I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I have been going to musical theater since I was in my teens. I've been in some musical theater, and oh, you know, I didn't know that. Just a That's little cool. bit in high That's school, awesome. not much. Yeah. Just a little in high school, but yeah, you know, it's. That's where my love of musical theater came from. From Well, I, I grew up in Smithfield, and the music department mm-hmm. in Smithfield was very, very strong music department. And they were really well known for doing Gilbert and Sullivan productions. And that was my introduction to being really involved in uh, musical theater was the productions from Gilbert and Sullivan. I really love Gilbert and Sullivan. And from that, I learned to appreciate all these other theatrical performances and, and you know, have seen things like Camelot with Richard Harris in it. I mean, Richard Harris was much too old to be in it, but <laughs> he was in it. And it was, yeah, it was great to have seen Camelot with Richard Harris in it back way back yeah. in the early 80s. Um, so, I mean, I've had a chance to see a lot of musical theater over my life, and I enjoy it, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And, you know, because my mother is hugely, I mean, this my mother lives for this stuff. Oh, uh, I know she does. I mean, we went, I to, see, uh, we went to see Constantine Marolas the other night because she loves him from... Uh, Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde, Hyde. Rock yeah. So, you know, I did the interview with him and we, we got to go backstage with Constantine and he gave us VIP seats and she was in heaven. Oh, that's nice. Constantine was so nice to her and she was, you know, she has pictures with him from when he was in... Uh, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. So, you know, she yep, showed him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yep. He, no, he was very nice when he was here. Yeah. And she was. For uh, Jekyll. Yeah. She was, he, she was so excited. My girlfriend really wasn't even familiar with him. And she came away from that show going, oh my gosh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's very talented and he has a phenomenal voice. Yeah. And he's a yeah, nice he, guy. He did a great job. Yeah. Yes. And he's a very nice guy. And he's, he's, you know, he came from humble, humble beginnings, so he's 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 appreciative of it. I wanted to just tell you, you know, I know like one of the show. I'm really excited about um, the show Hades Town. That's what I was going to actually. Up. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's yes. funny. Yes, because Anias uh, is a folk performer. My well, my friend has a sound company, so we recently did sound for her. Probably just before the pandemic, we did sound for her at a show, and I was talking to her then. But and it was, I think, Hades Town was just debuting or just getting its footing out there, but. You know, she's somebody that's been in the folk world that, you know, I've been aware of for at least, you know, 20, 30 years, so. Yeah, she's such a talent, and it's really, I really one of, like, the most beautiful, like, unique shows I've seen in a long time. What so is just it for about? People who, so it basically, she, she's, she interweaves the two myths about Hades and Persephone, uh-huh. Persephone, with Orpheus and I always mispronounce those Eurydice, but basically it's really just a beautiful kind of story about like about the seasons and about love and telling these mythic stories in a really like accessible way and what I really loved about the music itself is that it has it's rooted in like folk and jazz and it's just it's it's so interesting it was just so interesting to to hear the music and 
I just love like her the backstory that this you know she started this as a as kind of a conceptual theater piece and then she made it into a a concept album like the guy from Bonnie Vare thing as um, Orpheus on it and then it became and then she worked with Rachel Chavin in Vermont on the show workshopped and then it opened up in New York off Broadway and then on Broadway so it's it's really a cool very cool special special show. No, I'm I'm happy about this because you know, like I said, she's a she's a fellow folk performer, and you know, when somebody like from my world, I mean, I'm a I'm a folk performer deep down, and you know, I've been doing right, folk yeah. music for 35 years, and you know, when somebody from my world makes it and gets to do a musical, writes a musical, and wins a Tony, I mean, that's that's a big thing. That's like hugely inspiring for someone like me who works in that world, you know? Yeah, and she and she also won the Grammy and. For the for this show, she also won the Grammy Award, so that that's really great. That's also really oh, great yeah, too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. yeah. I'm excited about that one. And yeah, it no, seems like you've got a hugely full season. You've got what is we do. what is six the musical? I don't think I've heard of that one yet. Yeah, so six is about it's about the six wives of Henry the Eighth. Oh, okay. but instead of but it's in the setting of a pop concert. Um, so basically, I know it, it, but basically, I mean, I definitely would recommend checking out the cast album, uh, before, you know, before you see the show, cause it's the music, it's, it's just so good. Um, and each of the six wives, like they, you know, they kind of take on a pers- a pop diva persona and they, <laughs> they kind of talk about who had it worse with Henry, but then they also kind of, it's also a way for them to tell, you know, their stories as well. But it's its very creative, and the lyrics um, for the songs, they're really clever and witty. Like, its in a way, it made me think a little bit of Hamilton in that it's, it's very different from Hamilton, but I just felt like with the lyrics, Lin-Manuel was able to put in a lot of history into like his lyrics and I think the the composers for Six, Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss they did a really great job like putting in each just the history of each of the wives and the rule of Henry VIII because I I learned more and probably like you can certainly take out a book and read about the you know the Henry VIII's life and everything, but I I learned so much in just you know a half an hour and a half of listening to this album, and yeah, I'm definitely I think it will be you know I I think I'm excited about all the shows really, but I'm really excited about this, and I we mean, have that for two weeks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, next spring. That sounds very interesting because I've always been fascinated by that. I mean, I've been to I've been to the Tower of London, and I've seen where they've been at, were executed, and. I've, you know, seen where they were kept before they were executed and been to England. And I'm always fascinated oh, wow. with, with the with Henry VIII. I don't know why, but it's just... I think a lot of people are. It's, yeah, he was definitely quite a tool. quite a figure. <laughs> was, yeah, and quite, yes, and that's, yes. <laughs> he, was, he was a tool, but I mean... He, anybody who goes through you six You said life, it, but not me. Yeah, not me, but yeah, no, he wasn't. Like he wasn't. I. I wouldn't call him husband of the year. No, no, no. <laughs> so you've got Beetlejuice too. That sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, that's been around yeah. for a while, hasn't it? Um. Or is this new? Is this new one? It's. I mean, yeah, no, it. Yeah, it's been. It was on Broadway like before the pandemic, and it actually just reopened on Broadway. 
So after, you know, after a break with the pandemic. Yeah, Beetlejuice, like, it was, uh, it's such a fun show, and it's inspired by Tim Burton's movie, um, Beetlejuice, but it's a really, it's really funny, and it's also, like, surprisingly really, like, touching and, and sweet as well. I definitely think, like, kids will have fun at the show. I think people who love the movie will really enjoy seeing the show. Okay, speaking of kids, what is Blippy the musical? Blippy is That's just a um, one Well, that's thing. for Yeah, that's we're getting that in June and it's it's based off of a YouTube series where basically it's this character named Blippy who shows kids, you know, different I one episode like he takes the viewers to the zoo and he talks all about like the different animals that are in the zoo so it's basically a show like encouraging like exploration and creativity i mean i i know like it's very popular with like kids from two to seven or so but it started off on youtube but now i think it's streaming like on hulu i be incorrect with that streaming service but it can be seen in a lot of different places so that's a, that's a good one for people to take young kids to. yeah with little kids if they want to you know it's on the 18th of june and it's at 2 p.m so it's just one show but you know it's a nice way to spend the afternoon with with the kiddos yep. get them to see pack now you've got jersey boys that's only coming in for a couple of shows correct yes yeah. so it's Valley just, musical yeah so i mean everyone you know, this, uh, it's, it is a great show. And, you know, I think people in Providence and Rhode Island really, really love this show. So it's just two nights, June 2nd and the 3rd. So definitely, like, make it a good summer night out and check out Jersey Boys. And it's a good show to bring your dad to. I'm actually, I'm going to bring my dad to the, yes. to see Jersey Boys. He's already, he's already requested that I take him. Oh, good. <laughs> he wants to go. I've taken my mother to a lot of different shows and he never goes and he's like can you take, oh, bring your dad. Can you take me yeah. to jersey boys and i was oh, like all right him. i'll take him <laughs> yes yeah he loves that because i mean i saw i saw frankie valley back in the oh man i saw frankie valley in the 70s and my parents went to see frank i was like 15 years old and i went to see frankie valley at the civic center but the only reason i went to see frankie valley because it was very un, very uncool for somebody of my age to see frankie valley at that point but the reason i oh, saw really? him is because don mclean was opening for him and i had never seen don mclean who was like one of my idols i saw frankie valley and so i was walking by the stage and frankie valley sticks his hand down and shakes my hand <laughs> oh that's so cool <laughs> That's it's awesome. kind of funny. Yeah, I have seen Frankie Valley, and, and you know, it, it is. I've seen, I've seen parts of this show. It is the music is great because the. I mean, you can't beat the Four Seasons for their harmonies, and you know that falsetto Frankie Valley mm-hmm. and singing his songs mm-hmm. all the way up to Greece. I mean, that's a great song, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's I, like I said, musicals are are great, and you know they're they're lighthearted sometimes. Sometimes they're not so lighthearted, but. Lame Mears is not very lighthearted, but there are lighthearted no. there are lighthearted yeah. moments in it. Like there the, are, yeah, with yep. the the uh, the innkeepers master with the, of the yeah, house. master of the house, and so there. I mean, I laughed during the Temptations musical. There were a lot of funny parts during that, but there were also sad and 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 you know deep parts of that as well. So they're always yeah. they're, yeah. they're just enjoyable. You get to experience a range of emotions with them. They, you tap your toes, you sing along. I know my mother sings along to all of them, and. <laughs> 
I mean, sometimes I sing along too because I like the music. I mean, some of them just cry out for audience participation. I, you know, mm -hmm. they're just they're just that kind of thing. And it's it, like I said, if you've never experienced musicals in your life, you're missing out on a huge aspect of entertainment because it's something that is it, it encompasses, uh, you know, stories and music and big productions and costumes and it's just I don't know if you've never experienced. Yeah, and, no, you're. It's I. I completely agree. I, I think the other thing I, I like to would add is just, you know, it's a way to just like go see a, sh you know, when you go see a musical go or, or even if you go see a play, like it's just a way to just kind of unplug from the day to day and just like sit back and you're, and just, to, you know, enjoy. You don't have to think about like problems or the, you know, what you have to make for dinner later that day you just get to sit back and enjoy and that's well, what i love about it they'll be humming the songs out of the theater i mean a lot of times yes, you are definitely yeah you have these things called rush tickets can you explain those this this is a kind of a good way if you've never gone to a musical to get a seat for a, a cheaper yeah. price and a last minute decision sure so we usually um it depends on the show um but we often offer student senior military rush tickets and so that basically, those are basically tickets that become available two hours before a performance's curtain time, and they're available at our box office window. And they're they're fifty. It depends on what the show says, but usually they're fifty percent off the regular price. And you know, it is um, you know best seating available, um, and all that. But it is you know it is a great way to, as you said, to get to see a show so we usually so what we do is that we announce if we are having rush we will announce it um you know on our social media so so ppac is on facebook twitter and instagram so definitely like if if a show is come is here at the theater just check out our social to see if we are offering rush or you know people can call the box office so that number if you want to call is 401 Four two one two seven eight seven. And your website is ppacri.org. Yes, and yes. That, all that information can be found there too. Yes, it can. Yes, and just but if people know they really want to see all the shows and everything, we are you know accepting subscriptions right now for all the uh, for the shows coming up uh, for the 2022-2023 Broadway series. And it lists um, on, the, on the site which shows are included, because there, there are a couple of shows yeah. that aren't included, but most of them are. There's only a, a couple Correct. of exceptions. Like, I think it was right. Come From Away wasn't part of it. Uh, well, Come From Away, uh, so we have so we have the Takeo oh, White Family Foundation Broadway series, and Come From Away is part of the Encore series, so that's like our three, it's a three-show series, and that's where, you know, where we feature, like, return shows. Like, so that has, like, Ms. Annie and Come From Away. Okay. Now, Come From Away, is that the one about 9-11, Come From Away? It, yes, it is. It's about um, uh, the passengers who were stranded after the 9-11 attacks. They had to, they had to touch, or they had all the flights had to be rerouted to Newfoundland. Basically, it it focuses on all, you know, the kindness of the people of Newfoundland who welcomed all these, you know, strangers to the town. It really has moved like so many people 
just with the messages of kindness and compassion. And the other one, of course, is Annie, which is a, which is Annie, a, yes. a standard and a classic. Yes, That's, and a great family show. Right, right. And you, yeah. I always see pictures of you with the dog. Yes, I know. <laughs> I love those dogs. So I'm very excited for the for the doggies to come back. But this will be um, an all-new tour of Annie's. They have a brand-new director. So we will see. I'm looking forward to the to this show. Not only because of the dogs, but also because it's <laughs> a great show. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're dog people. I mean, I'm a dog yes. person, but have cats. So and, Yes. Know. But I see pictures of your dog all the time, and that's always great. When I love the Bella. Miss yes. Bella Boo. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that pretty much sums up what's going to be going on at PPAC for the next uh, year. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking again before then, but just... Oh, yes, and I just... Oh, John, I just wanted to also tell people for with our subscriptions, um, we are offering a 10-month payment plan up through June 1st. So that's really, like, it's if you do the math, it's a really affordable budget budgeting plan. Uh-huh. So I definitely would encourage people if to subscribe before June 1st, and they can call the Vox office or Sharon at 401-574-3136. There you go. It's, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, you know, like I said, my parents have been doing it since the beginning, and they love every season. You know, every... It, yeah. It... it some shows will evoke a conversation, like the recent production of Oklahoma, which yes. evoked a lot of conversation, a lot, of, a lot of weirdness in some people, because it was, I think for some people, it was a little harder to understand what they did and why they did it. And you're dealing with, I mean, some things like our some things that are traditional kind of people get rooted in a very traditional format of a show, which I'm a very, I'm a traditionalist. I I like the way Mm -hmm. shows were done and meant to be done because it represents a time period, but people like shows to be updated as well. And so Mm -hmm. you kind of have Mm -hmm. that on both hands where you're trying to satisfy two things. And so it evoked a lot of conversation about that show. It did. Yes, it did. And honestly, and I was, you know, I think it shows that it was a really powerful piece of theater because I think that's personally, I believe like that's kind of, one of the main points of art is to be able to talk about art and to elicit conversation and, you know, to, to think about things. Um, yeah. And again, like I, we're both, we're both theater fans, but that's something I love about theater too. Cause I, I often, it often makes me, even if it's a comedy, like, or, you know, if it seems like a really lighthearted show, I, it makes me, think about different things right i mean it's, and that's what i like about it i mean art has always been like that through the ages i mean it's been a, a means of communication and it's always been a means of controversy as well because not everybody un- understands the artist's perspective and what they're trying to communicate and how they communicate they might not always agree with it and sometimes it's just it takes a little bit of time for the understanding to come through because i mean when faced with anything new people often recoil and kind of go like "Ooh, it's new i don't like it and Mm. you know it takes a little bit while for people to soften up and accept things so but that's where the conversations come in people discuss it and it it eases that transition from the old to the new and yeah i think it it can help you understand something 
better right. if you talk about it with other other people. Right, and it opens. I mean, yeah. theater opens your eyes to a whole new world of music and people, and it just I mean, theater is a whole is a whole world. I mean, that's why, like I said, that's why I incorporate it into my column because I mean, people who read theater or theater people, they they're going to read the theater stuff, but most people who don't even consider theater they, they're not going to look at the theater reviews because they don't care right and that's why i just as a general music person i try to incorporate it into mine so people will say hey you know it's music and maybe they'll give it a chance someday that's what i'm always hoping is that yeah no give and musicals that, a chance yeah because it is i think people who love music i agree with you should definitely check out musicals and especially we have you know our upcoming season it does have a lot of a lot of the musicals are based in you know rock and roll and folk and jazz so it's it's not just like the traditional broadway genre and that's it's great of broadway to be really expanding and embracing these different music forms in, in their scores i think it's really cool so what what's the show you're i mean the most the show you're most excited about this coming the next season um well i have seen it already but i am really excited about Hades Town. okay yeah that's that's the one i'm most excited about but honestly like i mean i'm excited. it's hard to pick just one but I that's the first is. one it that is. came to it my brain to yes and and then if i could from the encore series i'm really excited about Les Mis. <laughs> well, that's okay because Les Mis is yeah. something that I mean the the opening notes to Les Mis give you goosebumps. I mean, I I they hit my hair stands up on it when I hear those opening night oh, notes. For, I know because it's just that's just such a powerful introduction. It's just even when I've seen the movie, it's just I hear those introductory notes and you know it's just it just kind of sucks you in and it, like it I does. The first time it I does. saw it was thirty something years ago and I didn't even know anything about it and I went in and I was like, whoa, this is deep and heavy and powerful and and it's just emotional and it's like wow this is just so cool and since uh, having seen it a few times and you know hearing it over and over again and seeing the movie and all kinds of versions of it it's just something that i think it's like hamilton like it's something everybody should see i mean yeah. is one of the ones that is it it should be required viewing for everybody <laughs> i agree with that no that's yeah, no, it's it's such an incredible, incredible show. Well, I always feel like it, it's, my heart swells watching it. <laughs> right. it's it's based yeah. on more than just the story. I mean, it's it's inspirational. It's it's it shows rebuilding your life and getting through things and survival and revolution mm -hmm. and it's just so many underlying themes in this that are encouraging and and inspiring for people to to witness. And it's just. You know, you don't know it unless you see it. And people who have never seen it will walk away and be like, oh, my gosh, that's that's amazing. That was so mm -hmm. like moving. But mm -hmm. you got to give it a shot. you got to take a chance and go see it. And, you know, mm -hmm. if, if it takes Absolutely. them. Yeah, if it takes them deciding five minutes before the show and grabbing a rush ticket, it that's what it takes. But sometimes you got to just take a chance and go out and see a show because it's it's it'll be worth your time and effort and money because it's something yeah. you can't you can't experience live theater on television. It's you can't, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's definitely it, it's definitely something to experience live. It, it it makes such a difference. It really does. It all it all you know live mm. performance is where it's at. That's where you can't replicate it. It's just the experience of feeling the music in your chest and the vibrations and and feeling the reactions of other people around you as 
as you as you experience the the production. Definitely. Well, is there anything else you want to throw in here no, about that... PPAC and and what else you know all the perks I... of PPAC? You you know you have you have full bars. You have. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. Yeah, we do have. Um, well, what I was going to say. I mean, you just said it perfectly. You know about. You know what's so what's so awesome about you know, seeing theater live. But um, yes, we have concessions. We have, you can get drinks, you can get snacks. When the shows are here, they will have the merch tables as well. So you can get a little memento from the show if you wish. You know, we have very good customer service here at PPAC. So we make sure everyone's happy and comfortable enjoying the show. Yeah, there's parking lots. I mean, they're pay parking lots, but there's right across the street behind the theater. So there's plenty of parking right within a very block, uh, tops a block away. You have, you know, you drop off in front. You can drop off. Yep, our drop off lane. And we do, oh, I guess, and we have, um, that reminds me, we do have um, accessibility services. Our house operations staff is, you know, always happy to help um, anyone who may need assistance. We do have accessible and companion seating available on our website that you can purchase on our website or you can call the box office to arrange that. We also have a partnership with Gallipro, so that's an app you can download on your phone. It provides closed captioning for people who may be hard of hearing and also has visual and audio description that you can use, that you can reference during the show. So we made every effort to, you know, ensure that people, that everyone can experience live live theater. That's good. And the one thing that I've, I've noticed that the past couple of times I've been there is that you've gone cashless. You take cards only now? Yes, we started. Yes, we started that this, this past season just in light of the, you know, in light of the pandemic and everything. So we have gone cashless, but... If you only have cash with you, you can check in and put it on a PPAC gift card, and then you can use that card at the concession stand. Okay. That's good to know, because the first time I did it, I was like, oops, I know I only have cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, but definitely like, but yeah, definitely we we do try and make it, you know, we aren't going to, you need a, glass, need a bottle of water. We aren't going to say no to that. So. Well, that's good. All right, Caitlin, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Well, thanks uh, so much for having me, and it was really great just talking to you about PPAC and about theater. I really appreciate... Oh, dear. I just knocked my microphone over. Oh, my gosh, you got so excited, John. (laughs) Usually it's my cat cat that does it. (laughs) You love theater that much, John. Knocking things over. That's it. So, all right. Well, I really appreciate you taking your time and, and calling me and talking oh, about course. the musicals and PPAC and such. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again soon. And uh, yes, we'll see. We'll see you soon. And thanks. Thanks again for inviting me. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. I will talk to you soon. Then. Okay. Thank you. Sounds good, John. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Okie dokie. Thanks to Caitlin DePompo from PPAC. Check out more about PPAC at ppacri.org. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Gray Sale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening. <laughs>